Hi, Signature Associates and friends. Welcome to the Signature Edge Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you design an uncommon and impactful career in the business of healthcare. Together, we are making a difference for our clients by lowering the rising costs and administrative burdens associated with great care. Engage with us as we spotlight big ideas to discover an uncommon you through leadership, teamwork, and focus on the healthcare industry. Think deeply, commit fully, and take yourself to the next level of performance. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Mark Mathia, and you are listening to the Signature Edge podcast. Hey, I'm here with my co-host today, and there's a little bit of change in the lineup. You're going to love this. Chris couldn't make it today, and taking his place is the one, the only, Danji Jansen, who is the Director of Development Experience here on the team. Danji, welcome to the show. Wow, that's an intro. Uh, big shoes to fill, but thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Of course, we're, we're glad to have you. And my steady Eddie, always in the corner, Amy Hennings, who's our vice president of experience. Amy, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Hi, Danji. So glad to be podcasting with you today. It's so fun to have the team together and to talk about one of my favorite subjects that, that we do. We stumbled on it naturally, but I thought it would be a very interesting case study in how this team developed a habit of learning. And, and I think it's important because we all had our own rhythms kind of doing our own things. And this, you know, what I really want to highlight is what happens when a team pulls those resources together and how do we best maximize our training, our learning, our development together as a team. And no place better to start than with us. And if our listeners don't understand, this is part of the core of the experience team. And so we do a lot of stuff together. And, and we do it in such a way that we want to make sure whatever we do, we really bring out the best in the experience and the learning and the development and, and really make it applicable to what our, our job function and roles are at work. So with that as an introduction, Amy, start out. Can you kind of begin the conversation of maybe describing the background of the habit we're going to be talking about, how we stumbled into it, and why we're here today? And then we'll get into kind of each one of our preparation or how we handle this. Absolutely, Mark. Well, on the experience team and at Signature Performance as a whole, learning and development is one of the pillars of the experience. When we talk about it, we always want people to be continuously growing. So if that's one of our pillars then it's really important for Mark, Danji, and myself to be continuously growing. And so in order to do that, we have found that we do it by ourselves. I, I know Danji's a big reader. She reads a lot of professional development books. Mark is a constant learner. I think he has more certifications than I have ever met anyone to have. And I am like a watch, get information in small bits and in, in big chunks um, through books and industry trade um, publications, but we all kind of do that on our own. But what we have found is that sometimes together helps us keep a really good rhythm. And so one of the things that we have learned to do is we have made the Global Leadership Summit part of our rhythm habit and something that we hold each other accountable to do every year. And it is a two-day conference that is very dedicated 
well, solely dedicated to leadership and what, how to grow leaders and the latest trends in leadership and engagement. And so that we have made a commitment to each other that that is something that we do every single year. And what's great about this event is it doesn't really require travel. You, It's broadcast all over the United States. People can go to satellite locations. There's a live studio. But that's why we picked this one because it wasn't, it wasn't a habit that required a lot of expense with it, um, which I think is an important thing when you're building a habit. Is it something that's sustainable? You can't make a habit of going to Hawaii every year. I wish, but that's, and you got to make habits that are sustainable. And we have found that this one to be a really sustainable habit. And to, and we, I can't wait to tell you some, our kind of case study around this, because some of the stuff that come out of this conference has been really, really cool for the company. Thank you, Amy. And Danji, when you think about your journey with this and, and you've you've kind of created this habit, I think you've been to three now with us. Uh, this this coming up year is four. Um, and so 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 we've been doing this as a team and and really stretching our thinking. What what has it meant to you? How did it come on board? And and just give us your kind of being introduced to this as a team. What was your first impression? And where are you finding the value? In particularly, because you lead our Emerging Leaders program, like how applicable is what we're doing to develop ourselves to our emerging leaders and to the cohorts that you lead? Yeah, thank you, Mark. It has become one of my favorite things that we do. A, I can work with be with you guys for two whole days. And I love about it because we shut our phones off and we really just really emerge and soak up all the information. Um, I love it because I'm always learning new ways, new leadership skills, new ways to build upon, bring it back to emerging leaders, bring it back to signature leaders as our alumni program, but just ways of leadership, new ways of thinking, new ways of to bring more results to um, the associates to use um, as they continue to be high performers. A lot of cool books that offer a lot of those as well. Um, a nugget, last year, we, John Acoff, we heard from John Acoff and we walked away with Soundtracks, his new book, and we were able to have that. It got voted on for this year's 2023 Book of the Year for um, Signature, so that was amazing. And again, it's just ways to make sure we're up to date and always bringing the new latest and greatest ways that we can keep building our leadership for our associates and each other. One of the things that I've always believed, team, is that everything rises and falls on leadership and how we lead um, is in direct proportion to how willing we are to grow and develop and recognize that we don't know it all. And so there is some humbling to sit among giants and just learn together. And what gets me really excited is about the aha moments that happen in between, whether they were the, the John Acoff when he was talking about soundtracks. And the first time I heard that, it just blew my mind. I was like, this is mindset condensed in actionable, understandable ways that, boy, this is valuable. And we thought together for, you know, for a while and just like how powerful that was. But that was one of many wonderful speakers that we had an opportunity to listen to and, and really uh, get to understand. And the other thing I would say about this is individually, this has been a habit of mine. Boy, I think since early on when the Global Leadership Summit started, I had another group I was responsible, another board I sat on, and we did that as a team. And so I always valued doing it as a team. When I stepped off that board, uh, I kept going. 
And I just kept going. And oddly enough, when we started partnering on the experience team, Amy and I, um, it was one of her habits. So we had two individual habits, not a collective. And so we said, okay, well, we're going to the same place for the same conference. It's a habit. So let's do this. And then Danji, for you to come along and join in with this has been just amazing. And so that's how this thing kind of transpired. And, and we kind of got anchored into it. So individually, it was something Danji had a strong interest in. I was already vested in, um, you know, even, even on a larger scale, I, I, I want to make leadership development like this accessible to everybody. I sat on another board that brought in a John Maxwell seminar that's similar to this, um, but it never wavered. This one, the Global Leadership Summit was the one that for whatever reason is my Mecca where I walk to for leadership nuggets and get the most out of. But here's what I noticed. Great that we have this in common. But we handle going to these events completely different. So let's talk about habits within the habits that help make this successful. So when you think about how you approach going to leadership development, tell us a little bit about what you do that makes it special for you. I really liked what you said earlier, because I think that's a really good takeaway for our audience is what's something that just calls you. And when you find that, how do you bring people along with you? So I think that's a really, really great takeaway. But going back to what my habit is, my habit is preparation for stuff like this is key. If you go in unprepared, I don't think you maximize it. So two weeks ahead of time, I set a calendar appointment and I start preparing. I make sure I have what notebook I'm going to bring. I make sure I, I even know what pen I'm going to bring and make sure I have enough ink in them so that I can be, be sure I can write for two days. And then in the first page of that, of whatever notebook that I'm going to start writing the notes for this event in, I spend two weeks writing down all my hopes and dreams of what I hope happens here. So this time I wrote down things like, I want to leave with one big idea. I want to feel like I heard something I've never heard before. And when you start writing stuff like that down, I found you find it because you're looking for it. And it's one thing to kind of think about it. I think it's a whole nother thing to write it down. And I do that before any sort of learning event that I go to. Also, I also do it before my vacations, which is weird. And then I do a post survey with my husband. So if you like want to be part of my family, it's actually kind of intense to make sure that we like used our time wisely. But uh, I don't do, make Mark and Danji take a post survey after this event, but maybe I should. Um, not too far from it. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it goes really well in the Hennings house. Um, it's a lot of questionnaire after every trip. But I think um, that preparation and going in really prepared and having a really good plan, what that does is you you can really focus because you're not thinking about any logistics. Yeah. And I think that's one of the big keys to getting the most out of any learning opportunity. I met with my emerging leader mentee the other day, and she's really excited to go to the emerging leader symposium. We did the same exercise because it's a it's a focused day where amazing things can happen. You should go in with really clear intentions in order to get the max out of it. So that's my weird habit that I'm sharing with the podcast yeah. audience. Well, 
I, it, you know what? And I will say this because you, you act as if that's just something you do. I will tell you that in front of me is a red folder with stickers on it that Amy had um, procured so that I could follow her ritual and go prepared. And nothing uh, grinds her gears more than if I show up unprepared without learning objectives and that whole preparation work, which for me actually helps me when I start to think about my habit that I bring to this equation. But, but I think it's it's really important because I found such value in it and having a collective place for all of my notes. Um, and by the way, when she says she has to bring extra refills for her pen is because she writes nonstop for two days. I have never seen anyone write that much. Now, I don't write that much. I tend to doodle and, and keep it around. But anyway, we'll get to that. Danji, as you start to think about your approach to experiences and learning and development, especially as a team and, and what you bring to the table, what, what is it about how you maximize these events um, that comes to mind? Yep. So, yes, the book is very key, like Amy said. But what I love, we've gotten the habit when we participate in this is we'll listen to the speaker and then when there's a break we kind of the three of us huddle and be like okay what was your biggest takeaway what'd you think we just got that instant feedback and so if, if I forgot didn't get something I was able to capture make sure we all captured all the great nuggets and a lot of times like you were mentioned earlier is like those oh, aha moments and then we kind of can just start brainstorming a little bit um, but just that continuous throughout the two days we just get filled with so much knowledge and then at the end we'll do like a summary cap which is great what I really love about it is part of the experience team is we do one step further is anytime we have anybody of our team go to a conference or, or a learning opportunity what did you learn what did you share so not only did we we go and merge and see and hear but then what was your takeaways and and how are you going to apply it um, which I think has been very very helpful with my growth and the team yeah yeah we actually have a, a team session where everyone shares their collective learning from whatever they've gone through so that we all kind of gain that knowledge and and one of the things that really helps me in my kind of approach to these and and I have one word and it's like integration learning in and of itself is nothing unless you can take what you've learned and put it into action. So I sit through these, I take notes, and I'm always thinking about how can we integrate this into our environment to raise the level of the leadership lid. Now, let me explain that. There is a law, I believe, of the leadership lid. That means if I, as a leader, am an eight, I will always lead people that are something below an eight. So I might have a team of sixes and sevens. But if I can raise my leadership to a nine, then all of a sudden I get to lead a team in seven and eight. And so it goes. So as the leader grows, so goes the team. That's why integration of this knowledge is so important to me because I think it helps become a multiplier of our ability to perform because I'm growing and then we have these systems in place at, to, to integrate big ideas into some things. Now, Danji, you mentioned one of the big ideas that got integrated at this last one. We learned from John Acoff. Now, in particular, a couple things happened. One, as you mentioned, that book came back and was put into the list of books that our associates voted on to say, hey, this is where we want to learn more of. By the way, it's been our most popular signature read ever. We've had over 300 associates engage with this book. I've, since that time, got to meet personally uh, with Amy, with John, and we're bringing his wisdom to the organization. Hopefully everyone within the organization has been able to have a chance to sign up for that. I think this will air after that time. But but anyway, so he's going to come visit us. Now, 
Danji. So the John Acuff was one you brought up and was stated, but tell us, how did we integrate your understanding and learnings from the global leadership that the course you took after that the group you went to after within signature leaders? Can you talk about that? Because that's a great example of some in integration. Yeah, so the program I help lead is emerging leaders, but then we've been, what, what's the next step? They wanna to continue to grow, but it's only a nine month leadership lab. So how could, I noodled on it for the past couple of years and nothing was really sticking. After this, um, there was some nuggets, it was a sidebar of the Omaha Network Club where a lunch and learn. So I went there and it kind of gave me this aha moment, how I really soaked it all in when I went there and I saw how they, the layout was, how they, they ran the luncheon. And I was able to take all that stuff. And I was like, I had that aha moment, like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what we need. It's simple. It's easy. It's a way for our associates to continue to learn together, to connect, to get that sense of belonging. And it was just that one, an hour of my time. And I had that aha moment now, since then we've been able to start over the new program, kind of taken off. It's, uh, this is the pilot year, but everybody has, you know, just the research survey and they are loving it. They want more. So just that one time that I invested an hour of my time in this luncheon, I was able to have that aha moment and really bring to life the signature leaders for yeah. the alumni. And one of the things I love about that one too, is it also gives our leaders a chance to connect those graduates yep. of their reconnect yep. with the peers they went through the cohort with and emerging leaders and other leaders within the company share big ideas in a condensed yep. time that's not taking away from their workday, but adding value to their leadership life, you know, raising that leadership lid. Amy, what about some other integration stories? Uh, what could you bring to the table in terms of things and ways that we've used some of the big ideas that we've gained from the summit? Beyond the books that we've been able to find, speakers we've been able to connect with, um, even taking the experience of global leadership and seeing how we can bring it back to signature. I think one of the things is we've had um, some of the concepts that we've been able to learn there, we've brought back and integrated into our team. One of the words that is said at Global Leadership quite a bit is get mo. Uh, good enough to move on. And producer Addison's laughing because he's heard me say get mo um, numerous you. times um, when we get stuck. Let's get mo. It's as good as it's going to get. Let's get mo this project. And it has um, become um, common language on our team. So that was three years ago, believe it or not. I'm looking to back up my note, Getmo. And so it's still something that we say on this team and still something that we um, use. And so there's been some application there where we've gotten the yeah. new word. And now all the podcast audience can have a new word, Getmo. Yeah, and I, I love that, G-E-T-M-O. And what's important about that is some, some also perspective. Let's give some context. Perfectionism rules the day. I mean, we are maximizers to the hilt on this team. That's our Clifton Strengths. It's my number two. And so Getmo is so freeing to the maximizer mind because sometimes you can invest too much in something to perfect it when it's time to move on to that next project. So I, I love that learning as well. And so as we as we start to think about the big ideas that have really sparked change uh, within us, Getmo is one of them, certainly. But what are some of the learnings maybe from the last GLS that we went to as a team that you would say, boy, this resonated with me. You came back, took action on her, just inspired you to the next level. What were some of those big ideas? Uh, one of 
mine was uh, Vanessa Van Edwards. She spoke and I love her. I'm a huge fan, uh, but she talked about having conversations and there was different levels. Um, and she gave us this beautiful pamphlet and kind of walked us through these three levels. Obviously the first one is just, just getting to know someone. So it's like the basic questions. Um, and then as you get to know the person, go a little bit deeper for level two. And then the third level, really gotten to know each other, you go real, real deep with that level. So I've been able to use those questions that she helped provide. I've used it in signature leaders. I've used it in merging leaders. Um, we've used it, shared it at um, a recent forum. So it has been instrumental. There's some great questions, good icebreakers when you just don't know what to say when you're meeting somebody. Some people get uncomfortable. This is a good little kickstart for them. Well, and what's even more interesting, Danji, is I based because you went and saw Vanessa, I didn't know you get her weekly emails and you use the the, the content from there all the time as well. <laughs> yep. I would say the if I look think about last year, the speaker that probably stood out to me the most and what I um took away is I really like leadership, it lives in the extremes. So really great leaders are usually in a combination of extreme things. For example, they're confident and they're humble and they're driven, yet they're healthy. And so it's a different way to look at balance where we, I think, oftentimes try to drive to the middle of two things. And instead, why don't we just be extreme about two things? And I think that is really something that I um, think a lot about. And when I look back at my notes, that's always the one that always stands out is the really, really great leaders have these like really cool extremes. And I can see it um, in leaders at Signature. I can see it in um, leaders that you think of out in the world. And I really, really like thinking about that. But you, Mark, it's your turn. Well, you know, thanks, Amy. And 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 I would say that one of the lessons that I learned, um, and by the way, from all of the speakers throughout a lifetime, even the 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 law of the leadership led uh, to get mother. I mean, there's just so many of them. But one of the things that struck me probably more than anything, especially in the seasons that we were starting three years ago, um, well, maybe not even three years ago, uh, through the pandemic, let's say, uh, is this, it's the power of live. And one of the things, it's one thing to talk about what we need to have an engaged, healthy organization. It's another thing to experience how human connection one-on-one -on -one in a live session drives deeper connections with those around you, deeper meaning, shared experiences are so powerful. So I would say that one of the things I get is this power of live. And when we released to go back, you know, even to a simulcast, we went in with a group of others, we experienced the same energy. There was, you know, every, every site, every play, they, they, they do some stuff to create a, a great experience, but it was that experience that helped me expand my network, that helped me learn, helped me not feel alone in the world as a junkie nerd who loves to learn um, and then not even feel awkward about always trying to figure out how can I integrate that? So every big idea, I think there's a point of integration where we can throw it out there. So I think the power of live has been one of the things that it reminds me of always. And I would say this at Signature, that directly impacts the kinds of things we do, whether it's Signature Live, where we have kind of that, that live television broadcast where we bring associates it's around the virtual water cooler so that we can connect people who work remotely or our connection points. Um, that too was spawned from this idea that, that despite 
everything, despite our setup, the flexibility, the new work era, you know, the future of work, all that stuff, live matters. And how we create and curate an ex live experience is going to oftentimes really impact how an associate feels about the work that they're doing, about themselves, and about the mission that Signature Performance is on to transform healthcare. So that, that would be my, my takeaway from one of those. And as a parting note, as we get ready to wrap up this episode, I just want to, I, I want to start with this, or let's finish with this. Team, what is your expectation going into this event? I think I said it earlier. I want to come out with one really awesome, great idea. Yeah, I'm just kind of same as Amy is like, how can we, what more nuggets can we pour into our associates and our, ourselves, our teams? Um, it's, you know, we're going into August. So we're already going to start thinking about 2024 and build that strategy. So what cool things can we, we, we either enhance the programs we have now for our associates or maybe new things to offer um, to our associates? Yeah. And, and so for me, I'm going to get even more granular. I want to come up with two or three ideas for new courses at Signature U that can help our associates on a global scale live and integrate some of the lessons that we get exposed to. So I'm shooting for two or three core lessons that I could bring to life through Signature U and help our associates kind of experience exactly what I'm experiencing and what we're experiencing. Well, Team, this has been an amazing conversation. Uh, to our listeners, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you heard the habits that we formed. We all approach it differently, and yet we all gain the same kind of momentum coming from an event and a shared learning opportunity. I, I'm so glad that we're a team. Danji, Amy, thank you so much. And I'm so glad that we have another leadership opportunity uh, coming up upon us, and we're prepared to make the most out of it. Uh, so as we sign off and say goodbye, Danji, Amy, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. Signature Performance is the foremost leader in healthcare administration. Your work advancing our mission is transforming healthcare in the U.S. Signature is bringing together the best and brightest in healthcare. Discover opportunities at www signatureperformance.com slash careers and be inspired to build an uncommon career that matters.